Hey everybody, welcome back to Liquid Sound, a show dedicated to music, songwriting, and the creative process. I'm your host, Gino Brand, and we're brought to you in cooperation with the Liquid Arts Network, connecting artists and communities since 2000. Today we are very happy to welcome Liz Kahlo. Liz is a singer-songwriter originally from Johannesburg, South Africa, who's currently living in Gwangju, Korea. Last year, she released her second EP entitled YOU, and a little while ago, she visited the Liquid Arts Network studio. We had a great time hanging out and playing music together, and she came onto the show to play some songs off of her record, as well as talk a bit about the many ways to deal with a breakup, the absolute best place to come up with creative ideas, chatting up tall girls, and lots more. And she and I concluded the episode with an in-studio performance of one of her songs. The first of her tracks we'll be listening to today is called Shoot Me. Thank you. 
Liz Kahlo. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to have you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Beautiful song, Shoot Me. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about it. Okay. Okay. So um, the entire EP, You, was supposed to be um, connected from the first song till the last song. So Shoot Me was about um, me getting out of a relationship. And basically, I'm just over the blame game and all of that. And I'm just like, you know what? Let's destroy each other and move on with our lives. And then after that, it kind of unfolds on what I do after a breakup. Mm. So some people can choose to um, get a rebound. Some people can choose to get a friends with benefits. So stuff like that. That's what the, the entire EP speaks about. But Shoot Me is just about the ending of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it a... I guess it was a pretty bad breakup. <laughs> you got your guns, I got mine too. Mines, not mines. Because someone right. thought I was making a mistake, like an like a grammatical error when uh-huh. I said mines. Yeah, not like mine, like mines, like you know, like minefields. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's about. That. Yeah, I got mines too. Mines too. Oh, so nice. your guns don't have anything on me. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's what the song's about. Um, it's not really about me. Like, not all my music is about me. Yeah. So sometimes it's like a friend's experience or something I I see from someone else. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily always about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Did do you, I mean? I guess that probably helped. I would imagine it probably helped healing. You know, writing a song like that, going through that. Definitely. I'm not great with my words as much as I write music and stuff. I don't express myself very well when I speak to people. So I think my my escape is music. Hmm. Singing is how I get things out. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, uh, this is your second uh, my album second that you made? Yeah, my second. Cool, cool. What? Wh- where did you sort of start writing songs? Do you have any early songwriting memories or anything like yeah. that? According to me, I've been singing and writing for as long as I can remember, but it started off as poetry. So um, I started singing in the church So since I was like little. And then I think um, early teenage years, I started writing poetry. Not great at expressing myself, started writing it down. Mm-hmm. And then like people started pointing out that I can sing. And I didn't really know that. So I'm like, okay. And then I start trying to sing the the poems and stuff. And then it just becomes a thing. And I can't really pinpoint when exactly, but that's how it started. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any early like musical memories? Do you kind of remember what first got you interested in music in general? Um, so my parents have always been interested in music. Um, none of them actually like create, I think I'm the only one who can sing in the family. My mom thinks she can sing, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, um, my, so my dad would always play like, um, these songs and from around the world. Mm -hmm. So that, that kind of raised me and that's how I got into music. It's always been something I've always loved. You said your dad's Congolese and your mom's Nigerian? No, my dad my dad is Nigerian, my mom is Congolese. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you probably got a lot of that growing up, like a lot of the music from from those places. Yes, yes. Wow. Um so growing up and also growing up in South Africa mm-hmm. kind of just gave me a mix of everything. Mm-hmm. So I heard American music, I could hear Nigerian music and Congolese music. Um so I was privileged to be exposed to so much um at a young age. Yeah. Yeah. 
You don't play any instruments, is that right? I don't, Your unfortunately. Voice <laughs> <laughs> My voice is the instrument. Sure. Yeah. But uh, I really do like a lot of the instrumentation on these albums. So yeah. I, I guess I was wondering how much of a, or how did that even come about? Do you mm -hmm. have musicians that kind of come up with something and you're like, I like that, let's mm -hmm. use that? Or yeah. did you sort of figure some some musical things out ahead of time? Okay, so... Um, Most of the songs on my EPs are um, beats that I get from friends. So someone would create a beat and be like, um, Liz, can you write something to this? And then I'd write something to it. But um, Shoot Me and Tall Girls, I created that. So I have a band back in South Africa that plays with me at like live gigs. So I wrote something and then I called my, my guitarist, Teddy, and I was like, um, do you think we can create something to this? And then he was like, yeah, sure. And then we created something. Those are my those are my favorite kinds of songs because I feel like that's my baby that I create from like the beginning. So yeah, that's what happens. Right on. Yeah. Do you have any particular ways that you like to get into your creative zone, or like a I don't know a place that you like to go or yeah, yeah something like this? This is going to be funny. Don't judge me, but I have the most creative ideas in the bathroom. <laughs> listen it's the bathroom is just where like the magic happens so i always have my phone in my hands because <laughs> i say don't judge me so like i take my phone in my hands and i have like like before a shower or we're not going to say what else happens in the bathroom <laughs> but like i just record like little things on my phone and then oh i, I just sit on the toilet and just like write stuff mm -hmm. and then that's how the music is made that's awesome It happens at like the most random time. Sometimes I'm like walking down the road. I'm like, this could happen. Or like three in the morning mm -hmm. or two, stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. but the bathroom is where the magic happens. What do you think it is about the bathroom? Is it just the reverb in there? Is it you're kind of alone? Maybe so the reverb yourself? and alone. I feel like the bathroom is like a, your sanctuary. Like you're safe. I don't know. There's something special about the bathroom. Totally. You feel very at peace with mm -hmm. yourself mm -hmm. and nobody's there to judge you. So I think it's the best place. It's a great tip. Mm. Songwriters, if you ever have a creative <laughs> block. Go to the bathroom. Do you ever have creative blocks? Do you ever have to do um, that? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, so a few, like a few months ago, I was going through that mm -hmm. because I'm thinking of like working on, on a new project. And then I just, nothing, mm -hmm. nothing at all. And then at some point it just all came. So I've written, I think I've written like four songs so far. Wow. So yeah, soon I should be, I should start working on that. Great. Yeah. I wanted to ask actually about the the last album that came out last year. Yeah. Was there you sort of said it's like a it's thematic from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. What was the what was the theme there? Um the theme was um it was supposed to be a journey. Mm -hmm. So you, Y O U, right. um means your own understanding. So how I interpret something and how you interpret it is two different things. I can write a song, I can feel a certain way, but when you listen to it, it's saying something completely different to you. So for example, I said I go through a breakup and my next move is I get someone on the side, like someone to just be like a bang buddy. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. But like <laughs> some people would choose to um take a break from dating. Right. So it's like your process on how you heal mm -hmm. at the end of you, um, the eight song reboot, mm -hmm. that's you healing and just deciding to start again. Lovely. So it's a whole journey. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, 
Can we listen to Baleka? Yes. All right. I would love to hear the story behind the song because when I first heard it, I was I thought it was such a beautiful song. I didn't know that Baleka actually means run. Run. Right? In, yes. Was it Swahili? No, no, no. It's Zulu. Zulu. Okay. Yes. Okay. Zulu and Kosa, Baleka. Cool. Yeah. This was also from the same album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Baleka was about running from toxicity. Running from people's voices inside your head, um, what you're supposed to be doing, where you're supposed to be in life, and just like switching that off to kind of just listen to your heart and move, move forward.
Baleka, baleka, baleka. Baleka, baleka, baleka. Baleka, baleka, baleka. baleka. <laughs> Is that a tongue twister for you there? <laughs> it just really rolls off the tongue. Oh, baleka, baleka, baleka. What was it about baleka that kind of, was it the sound of the word that attracted you to it? Um, that was my first vernacular song that I've mm. written. And it's just that one word, but then it means so much. Um, so baleka means run. And it's like, I'm my my Zulu or my Kosa is not perfect. But then I know certain words. So when I was writing, I was like, run. And then run didn't hit hard enough. I was like, let me just change the language. Mm-hmm. Baleka. Mm-hmm. And it stuck. There's a, lot of, um, there's a lot of different languages that you hear growing up in, yeah. in Johannesburg, I'm yeah, sure, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So this is the first time that you've delved into that? Yes, musically. That was the first time I, do- I, um, I dove into like a, another language. It's yeah. always English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You recorded this in in South Africa. In South Africa. Yes. Okay. Um so it was over a three month period. A three month period on and off. Um I started in twenty nineteen November, if I'm not mistaken. I recorded like I recorded Baleka first. Mm. And then um the producer was like, why don't you just make a whole EP? Then I was like, but an EP about what? And then we started kind of like thinking what to do. Then he's like, go home, think about what you want to write about and do it. And I'm like, what's better than a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, it, I mean, I think a lot of people can, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Can um, relate, mm-hmm. relate to the kind of stuff that I write about. Um, so that's what I ran with, relationships. Did you know the producer before you started recording with him? Um, so I met the producer through another friend, a rapper um, called Genocide. I know that's a very deep name. But um, so he asked me to go and record some vocals on his song. And then I met the producer. And the producer really liked my sound. And he was like, he'd love to work with me. And that's how I start making relationships. Okay. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about the studio where you recorded it? Was yeah. it was it like a friend's house or was it like a, a proper studio or it's, something in between? Um. Okay, I don't want to, if I say it's not a proper studio, then yeah. I think he'll he'd get a little bit touched. Right, sure. So um, it's his house. He's got um, a two-bedroom house. Yeah. Um, the other room is his room and then the living room and then the studio room. Cool. So he has a, like a little studio setup thing. And the quality that comes out of that room is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sound really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. like a house setting. Yeah. Yeah. These days, I mean, you don't really need... I think if you know what you're doing, yes, you, can get you don't a, need much. And he's really, really talented. Authentic is super cool. Mm. Yeah. It's a good name. Authentic, right? <laughs> I'm like, all these people have like the coolest names. I'm like, what's your Genocide, name? Genocide, authentic. Genocide, authentic. <laughs> <laughs> really talented people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it intimidating at all to record this album? Or did you feel pretty pretty good? Like you knew what you wanted to do when you walked in? Um, it wasn't intimidating. Mm-hmm. But I think... Um, with every song, I wrote like one song after the other. So with every song, I'm like, I get another idea and then it just flows. Mm. So um, I can't say I was intimidated, but I was nervous about the sound that he was pushing me into because it wasn't really my sound. Mm. So I was like, do I really want to do this? But also I want to, I don't want to be stagnant or I don't want to be stuck in one kind of box. So um, it was a good place to explore. So it was exciting. <laughs> How long did it take you to record the album altogether? Altogether, let's say four months, three months, okay. three to four months. Pretty quick. Yeah, pretty yeah. quick. 
Was it kind of like every week you were just going in there and working on stuff? Not every week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I recorded like the first, the Spaleka. And then like three weeks later, I recorded, um, I think I recorded Shoot Me. And then if, if, like a few weeks later. So it was like, sometimes I'd record like three weeks in a row, like um, every week. And then sometimes it would be like a month. Mm-hmm. But then before I came to Korea, I made sure that I, I got everything done. Mm-hmm. So everything was um, concluded a week before I moved here. Wow. Yeah. So you didn't really have time to do a proper release. When no, you were, when you were no. Because we had a whole plan. We were going to do a release. Um, we were going to do a, a music video shoot and all of that. And that had to kind of go nowhere because I moved here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then coronavirus happened. And then coronavirus happened. <laughs> so it was like, well, I didn't actually miss out on much. Yeah. Yeah. And you said you're recording something now, or at least you're thinking about it? I'm thinking about recording something okay. new. Um, I've started writing. Mm-hmm. Um. I've I've uh, I've been approached by some producers that would love to work with me, so um, I'm just exploring that at the moment. And as soon as something is ready, I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a particular sound in mind for this next one, or um, I'm open. Yeah. So if anyone has anything interesting that sounds good to me, I'm open. Okay. I'm open, but <laughs> obviously live is like where my heart is. Yeah. So like live instrumentation, that is where my life, my heart is. For so sure. if you, we'll talk about this. Okay. We'll talk about this. On our own. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd love to love to be part of that. If you... They know that you're amazing too, right? Do, 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 they know? do they know? I don't think so. Am I exposing you? No, I usually <laughs> keep it a secret. <laughs> well, now it's not a secret anymore. This man is talented. <laughs> um, I'd love to listen to, to Reboot. Yeah. Uh, we were talking, or you were you had mentioned this song yeah. earlier about how this was uh, the, the end of the album. Yes. And... I'm assuming it kind of, it, the theme is like you're rebooting your life yes. or starting over after a new relationship. Yeah, yeah. Starting over after like a a whole mess and mm-hmm. then just like forgiving yourself, forgiving the person, healing and just starting over. Because sometimes people feel like um, when you get your heart broken, you should close yourself off um, from love or the rest of the world and stuff. And um, you deserve to be loved and you deserve to give yourself another chance. So don't be hard on yourself. That's Reboot. of energy what a waste of time you can fall and crash right into me setting is divine i'm not who i thought i used to be what i tried to find i thought i could solve the mystery but i get in my own way get tired of all the toxic shit places were familiar addicted to the wicked games i'm not a little broken bird i don't need no saving Hero is a little girl, but don't know what her name is I keep trying, and I keep fighting You don't deserve a broken version of what I'm serving I'm escaping my illusion and your delusions This episode is nothing like the last season That's alright, yeah That's okay, I'll be fine It's alright, yeah That's okay, no rewind That's alright, yeah that's okay, I'll be fine, it's alright, yeah That's okay, no rewind She could be you, and I could be her, and it could be us But I'm on my way, 
So get out the way, there is no rush I've made my mistakes I had to play, I had to learn That being a queen isn't a scene It's not a race My reality was set in a place Where I could never find a replacement Had to learn a lot but the hard way Couldn't save myself at my worst days Turn into a lot on the dark days Turn into a lot in a short space No regrets as I embrace the beauty of a learning face I know my place I've grown out of my awkward face I can't relate To all the drama can't escape It's not a game That's alright, yeah That's okay, I'll be fine It's alright, yeah That's okay, no rewind That's alright, yeah That's okay, I'll be fine It's alright, yeah That's okay, no rewind That's alright So I've I've had the wonderful opportunity, at least for a day, to get to play some music with you, which has yeah. been really fun. Mm-hmm. And like you had mentioned before, I think live is is where you really feel most comfortable. Alive, where you really feel like you're yeah. thriving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so you had released this album. Mm-hmm. You come to Korea. Obviously, COVID happens, and then yeah. there's no live music yeah. happening. Also, you haven't really gotten a chance to play these songs with a band or too much. Um, not too much. Yeah. Um, I've played in Gwangju with Eric Ratner mm-hmm. and Andrew Flassblom. So we've done like uh, we did Shoot Me and we did Baleka for you guys for Liquid Arts. So um, that's all I've done so far. Mm-hmm. I haven't really had a chance to like perform it, um, which kind of sucks a little bit. But totally considering the situation. You make the most of it. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, um, being here and just like jamming, that was so much fun. That was lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll have to do it again soon. And Let's do it again. Whenever we're allowed to. Yeah. I noticed um, that for some of your songs, you do like to do a little bit of crowd work. Mm-hmm. You like to get the audience involved. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about that. Like, what, how, do, how does that all come about? Okay. So I grew up in the church, mm. right? So... Um, one of my um, inspirations is my pastor's wife, my my pastor's wife. And um, she would do this this thing where um, during songs, she'd get the church to sing too. That's where I got it from. I'm like, well, this works. And then when you watch like Erica Badu or like Lauren Hill, they get the crowd involved. I'm like, okay, this works. And I tried it once and it it, it was like one of the, the most memorable parts of the show for me. And I was like, this will be a thing for me. Mm-hmm. And it became a thing. Did you enjoy the hey, hey, hey? I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I was saying, I mean, we could do that for like 10 minutes. You just sing, we'll do a response. Right, and it's so much fun because I feel like the people also feel included. Right. 
some some people don't want to sing because they're shy mm. or like they don't want to sing because they feel like they're not good. Mm. So when it's like a group of people doing it together, it's like they feel like, oh my gosh, I'm doing something. And I see it and it, it excites them and excites me. And then it's just like great energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the church was like a big influence huge. in terms of musically for you. Yeah, yeah. Huge. Yeah. That's where that's when music started. That's where I started singing. So um, that will always be like a core part of me. What kind of church was it? Um, okay. So I don't know if you call them um, Protestant churches. I don't know. Protestant? Yeah. Is a Protestant a pro- Protestant? Well, I mean, You're American. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> pronunciation. So yeah. um, I don't know how to explain it, but like they pray loudly. Okay. Yes. So it's not like Catholic church where they pray in silence. Mm. We shout at God. Hmm. Like, yeah, we fight and shout at God. And yeah, that's what it is. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you could put together like your ideal live band yes. to sort of play behind you, mm-hmm. uh, not like specific musicians, but what do you think the makeup of that band would be? If you, you know, if you could just have any musicians you wanted. Of, of like famous people or of like people no, that no. I know? I don't mean like uh, particular people. I just mean like um, which instruments would you have? Oh, yeah. the electric guitar. Cool. The electric guitar. The acoustic guitar, the bass guitar. Guitars are very important, as you can hear. <laughs> um, the drum. You said five, right? Electric no, guitar. As many as you want. The drum. You could have a whole Fela Kuti 20-piece band. What, is, what are those drums? The what, what is that drum that you guys have in there? What is the, it called? Con- uh, congas? The congas? Yep. Listen, I want I want all of it. Like I want, <laughs> I want, I want like madness on stage. Yeah. At some points, I don't want to sing. I just want to like... Instruments going crazy. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Cool. Yeah. Well, we're going to do a song live. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to play Tall Girls. Yes. Okay. You want to tell us a little bit about Tall Girls? Tall Girls is about um, being confident enough to approach the person you have a crush on. Mm. So if you see this tall girl and you're a short man, listen, approach that girl. Okay. Yeah. Don't be scared. Say what you want to say. Say what you need to say. Don't yeah. be nervous. Don't be nervous. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, you only live once, so don't let anything stop you from getting what you want. Do you feel like people are intimidated by your by your height? Yes. Yeah. For, 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 for most of my life when I was the tallest person in the room, yes, people were intimidated. Guys especially. I seem to attract a lot of short, short men. Hmm. It's okay. Say hi to me. Okay. I don't bite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, some guys um, are intimidated to speak to women. And I feel like um, if you're yourself, then that would translate. It doesn't really matter if you're tall, short. Um, thicker or thinner or whatever mm-hmm. just speak speak cool. your mind do you ever feel I don't know do you ever feel shy about approaching people that you fancy a bit <laughs> um, I don't I don't think I make the first move okay, okay. I feel like right. I will let you know that I see you and what you do with that is up to you but um, generally I'm a very I'm I'm goofy and I'm I'm super chilled yeah so I'm and I'm talkative so yeah. I can speak to anybody um, so if I wouldn't let them know I fancy them, but I mean, I'll give them like an eye contact or something. Wink, wink. I wink like a creep. So <laughs> that doesn't really work. I just say hi. Like just, I'm just myself. Okay. Yeah. So if anybody out there, if you ever see Liz winking at you, weirdly, <laughs> it means I like you. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, uh, I really do love this song. It's a mm-hmm. really fun song to play. And Pretty simple instrumentation, right? Just guitar and voice yeah. on the recording. And that's what yes. we're going to do today. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever have any, I don't know, designs on, 
on fleshing it out a bit more? Or do you do you like the simplicity of it? I love the simplicity mm-hmm. of it. I feel like this um the simpler the better. It yeah. sounds more beautiful when you can just listen to what what's happening inside. A yeah. lot of space too yes, for you to yes. kind of explore. Explore your... and do it's it's fun to play live too because of how simple it is. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. You want to get set up? Let's do it. Okay. Looking like a star, smiling like a rose, and smiling really hard. You got my attention. Wish I could have told you that. I wish I could have told you make me nervous. I wish I could have told you that. Wish I could have told you knock me off my feet. There's no doubt that I am falling. You work hard to fix what's broken So let's not rush Cause I'm quite hopeless Say what's up so we can fall Say what you wanna say Say what you wanna say Don't be nervous Say what you wanna say Say what you wanna say My door is wide open, say what you want to say, say what you want to say, don't be nervous, say what you want to say, say what you want to say, listen to love, listen to love, don't listen to reason, listen to love, listen to love, don't listen to reason, listen to love. Listen to love, don't listen to reason. Listen to love, listen to love. The illusion that is love got the best of me. It's building that large castle memory. Mind if I ask you, what are you attracted to? Mind if I ask you, love of first sight feels like ecstasy. I don't like smoking, so he's next to me. I know you like tall girls, I'm nothing but a shot girl. You can call me my girl, pray for me, and you will be my main man. You will be my baby. Memory. 
Mind if I ask you, what are you attracted to? Mind if I ask you? Love of first sight feels like ecstasy. I don't like smoking, so he's next to me. I know you like tall girls, I'm nothing but a shy girl. You can call me my girl, pray for me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Liquid Sound. We'd like to thank Liz Kahlo for visiting the studio and sharing her music and her stories with us. To hear more of her music, it's available on all streaming services as well as YouTube. And as always, those links are available in the episode description, as well as social media links where you can find and follow Liz. For upcoming info about the Liquid Arts Network, you can find us at liquidartsnetwork.com. If you or someone you know would like your music featured on our show, let us know via email at liquidsoundpodcast at gmail.com. Please do subscribe to the Liquid Sound Podcast, share the show with your friends, and if you get the chance, take a moment to leave us a review and a five-star rating. It really does help listeners find us. On behalf of everyone at the Liquid Arts Network team, we thank you so very much for listening today. And until next time, support independent music, support your local arts community, and support each other. And we will be seeing you very soon. Jen, take it away. You said, no, actually, this is the first one I read. But I think I'll read more. He's pretty in Conversation took